Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. I, I don't know how I missed this article yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. It is so, so good. The brilliant Andrew McCarthy, otherwise known as Andy McCarthy, a friend of mine now who I, I really uh, adore him. He's a great guy. Wrote an article at National Review about, get ready, Joe, the narrative is coming. There's a new narrative the coming. Narrative. I mean, we're going to get into this article. That, yes, get ready. <laughs> and I've also a video from the inimitable Glenn Simpson. I don't mean that in a positive right. way from Fusion GPS and Chuck Todd. I've got so much coming. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Man, I'm ready to go because I know today's show is going to be a great one, Dan. <laughs> That was very uh, 1970s radio. Love it, Joe. You, 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 get, you must have to do it. What are they called? The puking? The puking. Yeah. 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 No, it's going to be good. Don't go anywhere. The narrative is coming. Get ready for it. All right. All right let's get right to it. I've got a stack show for you today. Today's show brought to you by buddies at Stamps.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Stamps.com. You don't want to wait on long lines at the post office. You have the holiday season coming up. People mailing Christmas cards. You don't want to get stuck on those long lines. Go to stamps.com. You want to click on the microphone for our special offer up in the corner and enter Dan. Uh, yeah, here we go. Yes, but we've got to get on the ball over there. Stamps.com. We have had to wait on lines at the post office for a long time, mailing books, mailing Christmas cards. And others. ladies and gentlemen, it's just really super inconvenient, especially around the time of the holiday season, Christmas card time. So when I talk about stamps.com, I wonder who in the world still goes to the post office and why. Stamps.com brings the post office right to you. No need to interrupt your workday to fight traffic to get to the post office, especially now at this holiday season. It's why you need stamps.com. Anything you can do at the post office, you can do at stamps.com. It eliminates trips to the post office, saves you money with discounts you can't even get at the post office. Stamps.com brings you all the services of the post office right to your computer. Whether you're a small office sending invoices, a big seller online shipping out products, even a warehouse, Stamps.com can handle it all easily. Simply use your computer to print out official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. When your mail is ready, just hand it to your mail carrier, drop it off in a mailbox. It's really that simple. With Stamps.com, you get $0.05 cents off every first-class stamp. That adds up. And up to 40% off priority mail. That adds up, too. Not to mention, it's a fraction of the cost of those expensive postage meters. Stamps.com's a no-brainer. Saves you time, saves you money. No wonder over 700,000 small businesses already use Stamps.com. Don't spend a minute extra of your holiday season at the post office this year. Sign up for Stamps.com instead. There's no risk with my promo code, Dan. Get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and type in Dan, D-A-N. That's how you get the deal. Stamps.com, click on the microphone, enter Dan at the top of the page. Stamps.com, never go to the post office again. All right, let's go. How? The verdict is in. Dan Bongino screwed up big time. Like, what? What happened? How did I miss this article yesterday? It is so good. It'll be in the show notes today, um, which is always at Bongino.com. If you want to sign up for my newsletter, I will send you these articles every day. Bongino.com slash newsletter. It's that simple. This was a just a fantastic piece. We're going to go through bit by bit because it's worth all of your time. The first glimpse into Horowitz's FISA abuse report by Andy McCarthy, a national review. Now, the end of this, because we got to go through some of the pieces in the beginning first, describes how Andy seems to think the narrative is getting ready to be set. What is the narrative, ladies and gentlemen? The narrative very simply is 
The media and the Democrat Party are a symbiotic, venom-like organism mm -hmm. from the Spider-Man comic books. That is what they do. They are one and the same. They worship each other. Their lips are surgically attached to each other's rear ends. Um, they are the same. They are one entity. The media parrots the Democrats' story. Now, remember, the media is supposed to tell you the story as I've said frequently, that's not what the modern media does. The media tells you a, a story. And the story the media tells you is the story fed to them by the Democrats. McCarthy sets this up and says, listen, there have been some media leaks, which we discussed, discussed at length yesterday from the New York Times, <coughs> excuse me, CNN and others, about the upcoming Inspector General's report on the devastating spying operation on candidate Donald Trump, now President Donald Trump. Those leaks we discussed yesterday at length, there were, there were uh, a couple of principal takeaways from the New York Times leaks about what's up in the report, which is going to be launched December 9th coming up. One of them is that Steele wasn't verified. Steele was their primary source. That's devastating. Um, some of the other information was equally devastating. That Mifsud uh, was not an FBI informant. That's their success story, which seemed bizarre. Uh, we went through this yesterday and that Kevin Kleinsmith, this FBI lawyer who was not a low level guy, may have manipulated evidence and is and is now under criminal investigation, according to the report. Those are three devastating conclusions. How The New York Times painted that as some kind of positive for the Democrats is bizarre, but it's clearly an effort for them to get out ahead. But to get out ahead of the FISA report and do what? To change the story to a story. Well, what is the story the New York Times is trying to change, Joseph? Well, the story they want to change is that the Democrats, which is true, by the way, mm. in conjunction with the media, use their basically police state powers at this point, their law enforcement abilities and their intelligence gathering abilities to spy on a political opponent to alter and potentially win an election that they subsequently lost. That's the story, yeah. Basically, the uh, Obama administration turned this into a Cuba-like intelligence, uh, intelligence gathering apparatus to target his political opponent. The Obama administration, yes, did that. You can't have that story out there, Joe, even though it is the story. They need to change that to a story. Oh. And that a story appears to be, which I'll, I'll get to at the end from Andy's piece, well, Joe, we all know the Russians are really bad guys. Yeah. And they were going to interfere in our election. So Shucks. my bad. So sad. Oh, forget about it. Oh, you're wasting your time. Yeah. Come on, man. The Russians are bad. This is like Red Dawn Wolverines. So let's go piece by piece about what Andy says uh, through his piece are some issues already with the leaks about the IG report. This piece is 100% worth your time. I wouldn't recommend Let's it. Go, Dan All right. Take away. Yeah, this is good. Now, Joe knows Andy too. They've interviewed him on his old radio station. Good, really good man. Takeaway number one from McCarthy's piece, the national review. What premise exactly are they talking about? So he says, and I quote from his piece, CNN adds that some of the witnesses interviewed expect that the inspector general's report will, quote, find mistakes in the FBI's handling of the FISA process, but that those mistakes, listen, do not undermine the premise for the FBI's investigation. Remember, it was the story I yeah. just told you about. The network describes the premise as the conclusion that 
Russia interfered in the 2016 election. Here we go. Here we go. BS alarm. Of course, that only relates to half the story, as McCarthy accurately describes. The uncontroversial half. Nobody doubts Russia's interfered in our elections. They've done it forever. Um, He goes on. The FBI's full premise was that the Trump campaign was complicit in Russia's election interference. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Ombudsman had on, Paula's secondary Ombudsman had on. This is that important. We can't screw this up. Ladies and gentlemen, watch the sleight of hand, Mm -hmm. the magician, the ledger domain with the shell game act here. Nobody. It is an uncontroversial point that the Russians are our foreign policy arch enemy and they don't like us and they've engaged in intelligence operations to manipulate elections or whatever they can do to destroy the United States forever for as long as they've had the capability to do so. Not controversial. Right. Period. Full stop. Thank you. Everybody can move on. That is not new. What McCarthy is saying is that the narrative it appears they're going for is, well, we engaged in the spying, not because we thought Trump was spying, but because the Russians were really bad guys. No, 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 no. All right. Follow me here. Okay. Having been a federal agent in the past, actually having sworn out warrants, unlike half of these fake news journalists, 18-year-old Snuggie-wearing marshmallow s'mores roasters living in mommy's basement with no experience whatsoever in anything, no less journalism. That's not what the warrant to spy on the Trump team said. Didn't say these Russians are really, really bad. It said these Russians are really bad and they're working with Trump. Right. And his team. Yep. That's what they said. So, this is why I'm telling everybody, and I'm, I can't say this in strong enough terms, and you know, I hate to address this because I don't like getting Twitter wars. There's yeah. some goofball, I'm not even going to mention this guy's name, he writes for some ridiculous website. He pretends to be a conservative, but yesterday he's like, they, I love when they lump me in with other people and they don't even listen to my show. He's like, Bongino and these other guys, they're telling everyone the IG report's going to be a huge bombshell. Dude, did you even did listen, listen to my show? Yeah. Did he even? Of Obviously course he didn't. Not. Because we, I actually been saying yes. the opposite. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, of course he didn't listen. The guy's a moron. And, but it's funny. He has this thing, journal. Yeah, you're a real journalist. He's one of these fake conservatives who's like desperate for clicks. All right. I'm not even, enough yeah. of that. I don't want to waste any time on that. <laughs> but I clearly addressed in yesterday's show that these New York Times leaks, I don't know what's in the IG report yet. It's not out. I'm just telling you, everybody should hold their breath. I am not sure the IG report and the people who did it are on the side of legitimate justice here. I don't know yet. We'll see. But if they're going to leak a report that's going to say, well, the premise for the whole thing was that Russia's really bad guys, therefore it's okay to spy on political candidates. No No, no. Again, I was a federal agent. Can you imagine walking into court as a federal agent and suggesting because you think Russia is a really bad foreign actor, which they are at times against the United States, unquestionably, that I should be able to spy on Joe Armacost because Joe spent time in Russia? Nay, nay. Joe Joe was in Russia. So was I. That's right. Should we both be spied on because the Russians are bad 
Folks, that's what they did. They completely made up a narrative that Trump was working with the Russians and are now suggesting, according to the leaks, we have not seen the report. I can't emphasize that enough. According to the leaks that we don't even know we should trust, the Harvard report may be damning. I don't know. Mm. I'm not going to play this game with you, bait you in. That's not what I do on my show. I'm simply suggesting to you that if the leaks are accurate, if, that there is a serious bait and switch going on. And when the liberals say to you, well, they said the premise for the investigation was valid, your response should immediately be, what premise? That the Russians were bad? Because that's not a premise to spy on Americans. That may be a premise, Joe, to spy on Russia. Maybe. But it's not a premise to spy on Americans. Get ready for the flipperooski. They're not here to tell you the story, the media. They are full-time Pravda activists for the left. They're here to tell you a story. And that a story is starting to come together. This is going to get ugly. All right, I've got a stack show for you. i got a few more of these from McCarthy. Forgive me, folks, but we're loaded up. We will be taking Thanksgiving off, so we are loaded up. A lot of folks wanted to talk to you today. A great sponsor, so I really appreciate your patience. Uh, they're a great company. Today's show also brought to you by buddies at Brickhouse Nutrition. Folks, finest nutrition supplement on the market. What better time, right? We're all going to have New Year's resolutions coming up, right? Yeah. Everybody. It's at the end of the year. I know I go to the gym. All of a sudden, it's packed with uh, 15, 20 new people I've never seen before in my life. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. <laughs> Go there for the nutritional supplements. Ladies and gentlemen, my favorite product. This is good for anyone. You have energy issues. You want to look better. You want to feel better. You want to perform better. That's probably everyone listening. Then this product's for you. Well, what product? You haven't said what it is. It's called Foundation. It's available at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. It is a creatine ATP blend. It's like having two extra gas tanks in the gym. I personally recommend it. I love this product. Joe loves it. Joe's son loves it. Paula loves it. My nephew drove up from Fort Lauderdale, so I give him a bottle of it. If you don't believe me, don't take my word for it. Take the mirror test when you try foundation. Look in the mirror. Take a mental snapshot of what you look like. Come back seven days later after foundation loads in the system. It is that good. You will have this volumization effect. Your muscles will look better. You will look better. You will perform better. It is a phosphagen light. It gives you energy in the gym. It is terrific. It is a creatine ATP blend available at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Go pick up foundation today. You are going to love this product. I can't recommend it highly enough. Perform better. Look better. Take a little log in the gym with you. Write down how many push-ups, bench press, squats you do. Come back later. You're going to feel better. You're going to do more a week later. It is that good. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. I love this product. Check it out. Okay. Getting to takeaway number two. So first we had, remember, the premise. What was the premise? The premise is that Trump colluded with Russia. That's why they spied him. Don't let them flip the script now. Right. Uh, takeaway number two from the Andy McCarthy piece. And don't go anywhere. I've got video later. It's going to blow your mind. Quote, Although Stroke, talking about Peter Stroke, obviously the lead investigator for the FBI in this case, would later disclaim participation in the Carter Page surveillance application, the texts show he was heavily involved. A fact that the FBI and DOJ attempted to conceal. On October 11th, this is important, 2016, Stroke told Miss Page in one of their communications that he was, quote, currently fighting with Stu for this FISA 
I thought he wasn't working on the Pfizer. Mm. Huh, strange. A reference to Stuart Evans, a lawyer in the DOJ's National Security Division. When the FBI first grudgingly disclosed that Stroke and Page texts, the words Stu for this FISA were blacked out. When the FBI disclosed the text, those words were blacked out. So first we were told that Stroke didn't really work on the Carter Page FISA. Then we find out he was a central figure in it. And then we find out in these October 11th texts between Stroke and Page, which we've seen, that they tried to black out, we later found out about, that apparently not only was Stroke an integral figure in the application, the FISA application, to spy on Carter Page, we find out that Stroke and Page and the FBI were in a fight with the DOJ who seemed to have an issue with the FISA and the veracity of Christopher Steele's information used to obtain the FISA. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, isn't that interesting? So on October 11th, just 10 days before the first FISA is rubber stamped, October 21st, 2016, is when the first FISA to spy on the Trump team and Carter Page um, is granted. And that's exactly what that document authorized. Just 10 days before, we find out about an internal battle between the DOJ and the FBI, where the FBI investigators can't seem to get the FISA through because they've got a problem with Steele's information, but they're pushing it, Joe. Right. They're pushing it. Keep that point in mind. You may say, where are you going with that one? Just keep this takeaway in mind. The DOJ, some within the DOJ, notably this guy, Stu Evans, according to the FBI's text, not my word. Mm -hmm. Some in the DOJ, their bells and whistles, ding, 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 were going off in their heads that there was a real problem with this spying work. Keep that one there. First takeaway was the premise. Right. They're telling you the wrong premise. It's not that Russian was bad. Second takeaway, big issues in DOJ that got papered over. Takeaway number three. This is an interesting point. Again, audience ombudsman hat on for you, everyone out there, because I need you to understand mm -hmm. this one. Takeaway number three from the McCarthy piece. This is a little longer, but it's important you understand this. They're making the case, uh, or CNN and the leakers. Again, we don't know that the leakers are accurate, but they're trying to make the case that the warrant would have went through regardless. In other words, don't worry. There are issues with this, but the warrant would have went through regardless. Really? So McCarthy writes, <laughs> I know, and <laughs> silly. He writes, I presume this means it was not a make or break on the issue of probable cause. They're talking about the manipulation of evidence allegedly by Kevin Kleinsmith, FBI, uh, one of the lead lawyers on the case. Under federal jurisprudence, false information, this is important, folks, does not necessarily invalidate a warrant. Huh. Instead, the warrant is deemed valid if it were false, if the false information were stripped out and the remaining information still would have been sufficient to establish PC. Come back to me for a minute here. This is critical. Okay. So I'm going to go back to this in a mm -hmm. second. Mm -hmm. In other words, very simply stated, if I have a warrant against Joe, because I believe there's probable cause Joe robbed the bank, mm -hmm. some of the information turns out to be false. I said Joe took a plane ride from New York to Washington, D.C. To, wa to rob the bank. It turns out he actually came from Vegas or California. If the rest of the PC in the warrant, the facts, the data points, I should say, precision yep. matters, unlike to the left. Okay. If the rest of the data points turn out to be accurate, but where Joe rode from on the plane isn't, and it still leads to the equivalent level of information to amount to probable cause Joe committed the bank robbery, the warrant is still valid. Gotcha. Yeah. You get that? Yeah, good to know. Yeah, yeah understand yeah. this. 
Because with the, I'm going to get to back to McCarthy's takeaway number three in a second. He makes a great point. This guy's one of the best lawyers I've ever met. He's making the case now that the leakers are trying to make the case to the slimes and CNN and elsewhere. Yes. That, well, just because this FBI, uh, excuse me, lawyer, Kleinsmith, is alleged to have manipulated an email, don't worry. There was still a bunch of PC left. That shows that this Carter Page guy may have really been involved in this. Understood. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, understood. Gotcha. Going back. Thank you. It's what yeah, I need you for. Understood. Thank you. McCarthy goes on. It should go without saying by now that what's being reported is but a fraction of the problematic information provided to the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. He says, and he goes through four points. I'm just going to go through the first. The rest are in the piece. Again, uh, Bongino.com. You can check it out. Point number one, this is the most critical takeaway. Remember what we're saying here, Mm -hmm. that even though the FBI is now alleged to have manipulated evidence, and that was a lie, they're saying, no, no, there's extra facts in there that really mattered. He says, really? Because here's some other points they had problems with in the uh, warrant. The Steele dossier claims, the Steele dossier claims formed the substantial basis for the warrant application. Former Deputy Director McCabe has assessed that there wouldn't there wouldn't even have been probable cause without the dossier. And others have indicated that it was, at best, folks, a 50-50 proposition. It is impossible for us to make a judgment about this without knowing the totality of the non-dossier information. Folks, we have a problem here. Again, going back to number one. The premise, well, the premise, Russia was a really bad guy, so we can spy on whoever we want. That's not the premise. You said Carter Page was the go-between between the Trump campaign and Russia that were colluding. That's what you said. You are now suggesting what? That even though there are serious allegations, one of the lead FBI lawyers lied about Carter Page. I'll get to that in a second, too. Hat tip to our buddy Technofog on Twitter. Always does great work. I'll get to that. You're now telling us what? That the dossier, which the FBI themselves, including the deputy director, have acknowledged was a significant bulk of the data points used to spy on someone and we now know is false. You're now suggesting what? There's something else out there? What is it? Where's the beef, man? Yeah. From the 1980s Wendy's. Where is it, brother? Where is it, sister? Where's the info? Where Where is this information you're claiming would have led to PC anyway, even though your dossier was false and your information on Carter Page was false, and now it's alleged you all manipulated evidence to get this passed through the court? Where's the other stuff? What else do you have? So let me get this straight, Joe. Yeah. So I can tie this up for you. Okay. Before I get to the, the coup de grace here. You're suggesting that hiding out there is a gift basket of information that was used to spy on the Trump team that was, what, verified and true that would have led to a warrant anyway, even though the information you used to get the warrant, the dossier and your sources was all fake. (laughs) And, and, not or, and it hasn't leaked yet? Nobody's heard it? Mueller didn't find it? The press hasn't found it. So the collusion hoax, 
There's probable cause to believe it was real. And nobody's found this information. Not Bob Mueller, not Senate Intel, not the House Intel Committee, not Adam Schiff, not Jerry Nadler, not Nancy Pelosi, not Eric uh, Gassy Swalwell. Nobody? Nobody's found this? <laughs> Dude, Sandbag. Bino me, bro. Swalwell? <laughs> yeah. Nobody's found this, Joe. Nobody. Not you, not me, not Lee Smith, Andy McCarthy. Nobody's found. But it's out there. Don't worry. We had extra data points, and they're out there that would have led to PC. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We believe you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You sure we do. Right. Okay. Gosh. Stupid do you think we are? Jeez, Dan. Now comes the now. I'm going to spin all this back to the beginning. The show is going to weave everything through to a beginning, middle, and an end that's going to relate right back to the beginning. So don't go anywhere because I want you to still digging it. Yeah, good because I want you to pay very close attention at point number two, which I haven't really summed up yet either. Okay, that this fight with DOJ about the information they claim they have. Don't go anywhere on that either. Let's go to takeaway number four from Andy McCarthy's piece in National Review. Here's the crescendo here. On the other hand, he says, if the Horowitz report, talking about the IG report coming out soon, is going to take the tack that because Russia did in fact meddle in the 2016 campaign, any investigative overreach amounts merely to a regrettable but understandable overzealousness, then that would be a very big deal (laughs) and not in a good way. You nailed this weeks ago, dude. You nailed it weeks ago. Do you remember? I know you uh, got to. Yes. I I know because someone told me this. We actually nailed this probably closer to a year ago yeah. where we said to you that they were going to flip the script Damn and say, word my bad. Remember yeah, that show? Yeah. Audience archivist Judy be all over that. We were like, this is what they're going to say. Well, Russia's really bad. So it's too bad we spied yeah. on the Trump team, but my bad. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not the way this whole Constitution thing works. Think about how stupid this premise is. You get it now? Now tie in this back in block number one. We're going to do mini tiebacks, too, in addition to big tiebacks later. Tying it back to the way we open this up. This is going to be the Pravda media fully in with the Democrat Party. Now, let's not make any mistake. This is going to be their story post-IG report on December 9th, that, well, these were innocent mistakes made against maybe innocent Americans, but the Russians are really bad. Really bad. Sure. Now, remember what I told you in takeaway number two from McCarthy, that there was this fight, DOJ, FBI, the DOJ is like, hey, This guy, Stu Evans, apparently, I don't know about this guy, Steele, and his information on page. I'm not sure about this FISA. That's October 11th. The FISA goes through 10 days later. This fight may have been going on for a long time, not just for the initial, but for the renewals. It may explain a whole lot when it comes to the allegation that an FBI lawyer, one of the top guys involved in these cases, don't believe this low-level nonsense. It's just garbage. Just throw that out. That's just dumb. I'm not even going to argue the guy's rank. You can look at it yourself. That may play into why this lead lawyer with the FBI involved with this case is alleged to have manipulated an email. 
I'm going to get to that in a second. A hat tip to our, our buddy Technofog. Uh, again, today's show brought to you by buddy said Helix Sleep. Helix Sleep, I told you a story yesterday and I meant it. My daughter, my teenage daughter was watching my youngest daughter the other day, reading her a book. We got in a little late. It was 11 o'clock or so. And she fell asleep with her reading a book. Woke up the next day. My teenage daughter's like, dad, you got to get me one of those mattresses. It was a Helix. That's actually one of the reasons Helix sent me a mattress for me and my wife too, because my wife was reading books to my youngest daughter and everybody wanted to fall asleep on my youngest daughter's Helix sleep mattress because it's that good. Helix sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes. It's a sleep quiz. You complete it in two minutes. It matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. You sleep on your side. You're a hot sleeper like me. You like a plush or a firm bed. With Helix, there's no guesswork. There's no confusion. And no more compromising and buying mattresses made for someone else. Make the mattress for you. Helix Sleep is rated number one by GQ and Wired Magazine. Just go to Helix Sleep, H-E-L-I-X, helixsleep.com slash Dan. Helixsleep.com slash Dan. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to a customized mattress for you. We'll give you the best sleep of your life. It's like sleeping on a cloud. I love our Helix Sleep. They have a 10 10-year warranty. You get to try it out for 100 nights, risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. You will. You will never sleep better. I couldn't do this show in the morning without him. Right now, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders for our listeners. How do you get that? You go to helixsleep.com slash Dan for up to $200 off your mattress order. Helixsleep.com slash Dan. Go today. If you're looking for a mattress, you won't find a finer one for the price. Okay. So, moving on. So going back to takeaway number two, takeaway number two is there's this ongoing fight apparently between some people in the DOJ, some, because I believe some in the DOJ were in on this as well, especially if you listen to my show, you know that, but some in the DOJ and the FBI about the veracity of Steele's information. They refer to him as a CHS, confidential human source. It's a, you know, FBI law enforcement jargon for an informant. Apparently a lot of people had some questions for Steele. Ladies and gentlemen, that may explain why after the October 21st initial FISA warrant to spy on Carter Page, then you had a January renewal, then you had an April renewal. That may explain why right before the April 7th, the second renewal, the third FISA, but the second renewal, Uh initial FISA, renewal one, renewal two. The second renewal is on April 7th of 2017. Let me walk you through something here from my experience with how these warrants work. Folks, a FISA warrant is a very serious thing. It's supposed to be. It wasn't treated as such by the FBI, who treated it as a political tool, unfortunately, against Trump. But it's supposed to be a very serious thing. In order to renew a FISA warrant multiple times, you have to go in front of a judge with new information. Why is that, ladies and gentlemen? Very simple. If I go in front of a FISA judge to let Joe's a foreign terrorist and I find out after three months he's not, I can't keep spying on Joe for the rest of my life just because I want to. I have to produce to a judge on renewal new information. Everybody get that? Folks, what's the problem? You had the original FISA and in total, you had three renewals. So four total FISAs. They constantly had to produce new info to get reauthorizations. Now, they acknowledge after the first FISA that there wasn't much new in there for the first renewal. But the judge is probably getting testy by the second renewal, April 7th. Remember the dates. April 7th. 
Well, what happens right before April 7th? So the FBI, Joe, before we get to this, let me just, uh, the FBI scratching their heads, mm-hmm. right? Going, gosh, what do we do? Man, we don't have any new information. Not to mention, I don't really have new, they probably have at this point, I believe, according to my sources, exculpatory information. Mm-hmm. Meaning they, this is what makes this case so devastating. They have information that Trump and his team are innocent of this. Forgetting that for a minute, even though that's devastating enough. They can't produce new information of the Trump collusion scheme with Russia because it doesn't exist. So what happens? Well, on April 7th for that renewal, they had to put in something new, but they didn't have it. So why not just make it up? Let's go to this tweet by our good friend on Twitter, at techno underscore fog, one of the finest accounts on Twitter. If you're fascinated by this case, like I am, it's only the biggest scandal of our time. Technofog, we can confirm, this is a quote from him on his Twitter, or I don't actually know them personally, so it could be her, I have no idea. The Carter Page email to Kevin Kleinsmith, this is the lawyer accused of manipulating an email to get the last FISA, the third FISA, Joe, on April 7th. Mm-hmm. The Carter Page email to Kevin Kleinsmith was sent on April 6th, 2017 at 7.43 a.m. <laughs> Eastern time. For reference, the third Pfizer renewal was signed in April of 2017. Hmm. Holy Moses. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? Folks, what the hell did this guy do, this lawyer? Are you telling me that by the third Pfizer? Actually, I'm telling you this because I know it's true. These investigators know Trump and his team are innocent of this. They have to know because of facts I've been given by sources. They know it. Steele's sources are falling apart. The case is falling apart. It's clear they're up on a wire. It's clear at this point they're listening in the conversations. They've already had two FISAs, the first FISA and the first renewal, October 2016, January 2017. We're into April of 2017. They have nothing. Carter Page has never been arrested, has never been charged, has never been indicted. Nothing. So you're telling me that Carter Page, who is voluntarily cooperating at this point, folks, voluntarily cooperating, is offering, he's emailing the FBI in an effort to clear his name, emails them on April 6th, they can find no new information to renew the spying warrant again, and emails allegedly manipulated by Kleinsmith from the FBI. And all of a sudden on April 7th, warrant approved. Wow. Page was cooperating. Page had cooperated before. Folks, do you understand how bad this is? There's no lipstick on this pig. I don't care what the New York Times tells you. There is no way to spin this. If this is in the Horowitz report, I don't care about Horowitz's efforts to mind read. Uh, No evidence of political bias. I can read the text myself. Thank you. Move along. About this. I can smell the support. The hundred million. We, We can read. We don't need Horowitz to tell us what our own eyes can tell. But if Horowitz report concluded, get ready, that a lead FBI lawyer manipulated an email 
And that email involves Carter Page's efforts to cooperate, and you made it look like he was a Russian spy? Allow me a moment again of personal privilege. Forget it. For We're not talking about a legal scandal here for a second. We are, but put that aside. The, can you grasp and get your arms around the mental depravity and sociopathic sickness you have to have to be a powerful FBI lawyer or agent and to take an email from a Naval Academy graduate by the name of Carter Page, you know is an innocent man, who is emailing you to cooperate and potentially manipulating the circumstances around that email to make him look like a Russian spy? Do you understand what kind of a lunatic you have to be to do that? Do you see now again why the Pravda Times, otherwise known as the New York Times, is trying to massage this thing oh he's just a low-level lawyer really if you watch yesterday's show we'll show you the oig report before that clearly says this guy was not a low-level lawyer he was one of the lead lawyers in the clinton case the Mueller case and uh crossfire hurricane you're just lying because you're hacks you're pathetic sorry lying hacks And you really gross me out because it's people like me and Joe and Paula and other conservatives out there who will, to the day we die, openly, loudly fight for your right to act as a free press, knowing full well what you're doing borderlines on degeneracy. You're still allowed to do it because we live in a free country, thank God. But it's really gross. You don't see a story there that an email, Carter, he's emailing them to help these guys and they're doctoring information to spy on them. You don't have any issue with that. What a joke. What a joke. What a joke. This guy was cooperating, man. I, I mean, just like Manafort was cooperating and you raided his house, like Papadopoulos, he would have cooperated with you. He met with you and he would arrest him at Dulles Airport on a PC arrest. We're living in a police state here. All right, moving on. Let's get to some videos here because I, I really, it's just, again, a point of personal privilege on it. I just am very upset. I'll never forget being an agent arresting really bad guys, really bad guys. And I've told you a story a thousand times, hitting that door at six o'clock in the morning and arresting that guy involved in that check kiting scheme and watching his five, six-year-old kid come out crying, daddy, daddy. That was a really bad guy. And folks, I'll tell you, I never got that scene to this day out of my head. The power to take away someone's freedom is immense. And the fact that law enforcement operatives at the highest level and their legal apparatus and DOJ counterparts abuse that to spy on an innocent man is only the biggest story of our time. And the media is taking a nap. 
All right, you know what? Let's get this final read because I want to run through this. I've got some video of a weekend appearance. I was going to do it yesterday, but I wanted to give it its due time. Of the hacks at Fusion GPS who uh, wrote the fake dossier on Donald Trump. <laughs> um, I've got some video of them trying to, showing you again, the partnership between the media and the Democrat Party. Tell you the story. This is why I addressed Andy McCarthy first. The story the media wants out there. That the Russians are really bad and that's why, my bad, we screwed up. Watch Fusion GPS, who fed the media and the Democrats' this story. Watch them try to defend this. Uh, our final read of the day, ladies and gentlemen, it is the season for gift-giving. And this season, Omaha Steaks is sharing an amazing limited-time offer with my listeners to get a jump in your holiday shopping. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter the code BONGINO in the search bar to order this amazing gift package. This is a gift all your friends and family will love for only $69.99. Order now. Your mouth is get, get ready to water, folks. They sent me one of these four, six ounce, scrumptious, bacon wrapped filet mignons, the most tender steak in the world. I ate all of these um, shamefully. Um, in my, they are so delicious. Four savory premium pork chops, four Omaha Steaks burgers, the finest burgers. You eat these burgers, you never eat another burger again. Four perfectly brown potatoes au gratin, absolutely delectable. I put a little adobo on there, it was so good. Four made-from-scratch caramel apple tartlets, and adobo steak, sig uh, excuse me, and, um, and Omaha Steaks <laughs> signature seasoning. You see, I'm getting hungry. Plus, for our listeners, a free Six Peaks cutlery set and a cutting board. You believe you get all this? All this delicious, mouth-watering food, plus the free cutlery set they'll enjoy for years to come for only $69.99. Come on, you're not going to get a better deal anywhere. Omaha steaks are the most tender, delicious, flavorful steaks, and you can only get steaks of this quality from Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher, their fifth-generation family-owned company with 100 years of expertise delivering perfectly aged beef, hand-cut by master butchers in the heartland of America. Again, order now. Get the favorite gift package, plus the free six-piece cutlery set and cutting board for only $69.99. Go to omahasteaks.com. Type Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, in the search bar for this deal. Don't wait. This offer ends soon. Feed that stomach. Order the favorite gift package today. So, Paul, so you, you're getting hungry too. Right? You ate all of them, did you? You ate all of them. Yeah, there I you did. go. I know. I'm a total That's savage. I'm four Hail Marys and I'm an sorry, act of folks. contrition. I can't. There you go. <laughs> I know. I know. Is that it? You're being very generous. So Thank you. Get you. back I mean, to the table. Yeah. Maybe about 22 Hail Marys and 25 Al Farthers after that. It was so good. I didn't know. I came back late at night, wolfed those suckers right down. They were so good. You know, usually you cook them and they're good. These You, you even heat them up and they're good. <laughs> they're, good. they're even better sometimes. Yeah. It's amazing. All right. So we had the Glenn Simpson and Peter Frisch who are trying to spin the story now to rescue themselves from the disaster they created. Remember who they are. I, I, I know it's a simple background, but in case you're a new listener, Fusion GPS is the company hired by Team Hillary in the 2016 election to go and dig up dirt on Donald Trump. What's the problem? The problem, obviously, is they created this dossier known as falsely, by the way, I believe the Steele dossier and the information they dug up on Donald Trump used to spy on him was, in fact, false. That's the story. No more difficult than that. Now, I want to play a couple of clips of Fusion GPS, and this stuff is really going to blow your mind. You think they'd apologize to America, Joe? Hey, that dossier we produced on Trump, it was all false. I'm really sorry law enforcement abused it to spy on a presidential campaign. My bad. Really sorry. Uh, no, 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 not at all. Uh, matter of fact, Glenn Simpson, the hack and his partners are doubling down. Here they are on with their friendly Pravda-like host, Chuck Todd, a fake journalist from uh, 
uh, the nothing but Clinton network over at NBC. Uh, they're on this weekend. And here's this first uh, uh, fake knowledge bomb where Fusion, again, I, I, if you're a regular listener show, you know where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Fusion again, Simpson and Frisch, who own Fusion GPS, again try to defend Christopher Steele and his reputation. Now, I'm going to play this. When we come back, I'll explain to you why, again, they're doing this. Check this out. Well, I mean, first, it's important to remember who Christopher Steele is. He's a former British intelligence officer who rose to run MI6's Russia desk. Um, This is one of the most capable and one of the most knowledgeable experts on Russia in the world today. And he, uh, he, he spent a lot of time going through the dossier to sort out information from disinformation, credible facts from non-credible facts. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe this. I cannot believe this. Ladies and gentlemen, the Steele dossier is a hoax. The information in there is false. It has been roundly discredited. Michael Cohen was not in Prague, Trump's lawyer, to coordinate this deal. Carter Page did not take a, a multi-million dollar bribe from a from a natural from a gas and energy company in Russia. It, it, you understand this did not happen. These are verified to be false. This dossier is a hoax. It's a fake. So why are these two clowns? writing a book on this, now on uh, Up Chuck Todd show on NBC, still saying Christopher Steele is so smart. This information, Steele's reputation. I will tell you in a minute why they're saying Steele, Steele, Steele did it. Steele's smart. Oh, he's so great. Why are they so eager to make him the face of their company's information? In the interest of time, let's play cut two first, because this will tie in together. This is these two knuckleheads, uh, Simpson and Frisch, trying to defend uh, absurdly why one of the people they were working with, a Russian lawyer by the name of Natalia Veselnitskaya, who Chuck Todd can't even pronounce. That's how much of a dope this guy is. Why this Russian lawyer they were working with, who met with Don Trump Jr., why before and after the meeting with Don Trump Jr., this Russian lawyer met with Fusion GPS. They seem totally puzzled that this sounds like it was a setup of Don Jr. Listen to their ridiculous answer. And again, their efforts to go back and rescue Steele's reputation because it ties into where I'm going to go with this. Check this out. Chris is a true pro at this. Uh, I'm an ex-journalist. He's spent his whole life in this area. This is his single focus of expertise is Russian counterintelligence and Russian disinformation. So that's that's we talk about that at length in the book. Uh, We also talk in the book uh, very candidly about, uh, you know, let's be honest. We have to there there are certain things we wonder about. So he thinks that he was talking about the meeting with Vesel Sky that that, listen, we may have gotten worked over a little bit, but Steele's the Russia guy and Steele knew. So don't you worry at all. Ah, Right. Steele was the MI6 Russia guy. He's got this thing down. We didn't know I am in meeting. We were getting work too. Ladies and gentlemen, why are these two clowns so eager to tell you that the hoax information Steele produced, which we now know is categorically false, 
that Steele did it, and he's really a smart guy. Well, let's go back to the great Lee Smith, who has a great book out on this topic. An article he wrote a while ago in Tablet Mag. This will all be in the show notes. All of it. That's a great part about the Bongino report coming soon, your counter to the Drudge Report. And my show notes is we put older articles that are now relevant again today. Here's a piece of Tablet Mag Lee Smith wrote a long time ago, back in December of 2017, a while ago. Did President Obama read the Steele dossier in the White House last August? Don't worry too much about the title. I want you to pay particular attention because it relates to these two uh, audio clips. You just saw video clips as well Mm -hmm. of these two knuckleheads trying to say, no, no, Steele wrote the dossier and he's really smart. Let's go to a takeaway from Tablet Mag and at least Miss Old Peace. In a Facebook post, quote, from June 24th of 2017, that Tablet has seen in screenshots, Mary Jacoby, this is Glenn Simpson's wife, the knucklehead you just saw trying to defend Steele with Mm -hmm. Chuck Todd. Mary Jacoby, his wife, claimed that her husband deserves the lion's share of credit for Russiagate. She has not replied to repeated requests for comments. Quote, this is Mary Jacoby, Glenn Simpson's wife. Quote, it's come to my attention that some people still don't realize what Glenn's role was in exposing Putin's control of Donald Trump, Jacoby wrote. (laughs) Let's be clear. Glenn conducted the investigation. Glenn hired Chris Steele. Chris Steele worked for Glenn. This is hardly a simple assertion of family pride. It goes to the nature of what's become the Steele dossier on which the Russiagate is founded. Jacoby's a reporter who shared bylines with her husband at the Wall Street Journal. It's another reason to take her Facebook post seriously. Ladies and gentlemen, Do you understand now why Simpson and his consigliere there, Frisch, are desperate to pin this thing on Steele and say, no, no, look, Mm Steele wrote it and he's really smart. Because that's not what your wife said, Glenn. Your wife seems to indicate in a Facebook post she deleted, that tablet mag says they've seen the screenshots of, that it was you who did the investigation, not Steele. Now, again, our daily listeners know why is that a problem it's a problem because the fbi didn't tell the court that they got the information from a paid political operative glenn simpson they were told they got the information from christopher Steele, but that's not what his wife says glenn simpson's wife says glenn got the information because he conducted the investigation wow you get it now oh yeah we didn't do now that it's a hoax yeah They're like, no, 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 Steele wrote it, and he's really smart. Let's rewind now. I got another clip from this, but let's rewind to how we started the show. Russia's really bad, guys, really bad. So the premise of our investigation into Donald Trump and the FBI was still good. That's not the premise of your investigation. The premise of your investigation is Russia's really bad and they're working with a really bad guy, Donald Trump, who was helping them. That's why you were spying on the Trump team. Oh, and the information you used was in a dossier that is a hoax. And now the authors of that dossier who know it's a hoax are trying to blame Steele after his wife admits he did the investigation. Everybody is running for cover now because obviously this thing has been coming out for a couple of years. And as the details drip out, it only, only gets worse. 
Now, ladies and gentlemen, showing you how this thing is still going on. It's not done. Oh, Dan, come on. There's Spygate operations. Ladies and gentlemen, as I've said to you multiple times and repeatedly, Spygate and Ukraine fake whistleblower gate are the same scandal. It involves the same players. Fusion GPS, George Soros, Nelly Orr, Sergei Leshenko. The same players were involved in both scandals and their Democrat scandals. The people used to spy on Donald Trump, Fusion GPS, were, according to their words, not mine, were using Ukrainians to get the information that they used in the dossier. All of a sudden, Trump colluded with Ukraine. It is only a way to distract you from looking into the Ukrainian work and efforts behind the scenes to assist Fusion GPS in spying on Donald Trump. Ukraine helped spy on Donald Trump. Ukraine gate, spy gate, same thing. The spy gate scandal has only morphed into this. Now, let me put up this screenshot first, because before I get to the final piece of audio video, which is going to bake your bagels, where Fusion actually admits this, basically, what I'm telling you. I want to put up this Real Clear Investigations piece. Again, it'll be in the show notes. It's an older piece. It's from March of 2019, relevant again right now by Paul Sperry. Trump Russia 2.0. Dossier tied firm pitching journalists daily on collusion. In other words, this never ended, folks. This effort with the Pravda media to pitch fake collusion stories did not end when the Mueller probe ended. It did not end when the FISA investigation ended. It did not end, <coughs> excuse me, when Crossfire Hurricane ended. Ladies and gentlemen, it's still going on right now. Spygate, Ukraine gate, whistleblower gate is the same scandal. And the effort to attack Donald Trump with fake information is still going on. Read this from Paul Sperry's piece. Pay particular attention to the names and the names of the groups here. Quote, the Democracy Integrity Project. Let me read that name again because I need you to commit this to memory. The Democracy Integrity Project is led by Dan Jones, a former FBI investigator and Clinton administration volunteer and a top staffer to California Democrat Dianne Feinstein. She's a senator. The Democracy Integrity Project employs the key opposition research figures behind the salacious and unverified dossier. Fusion GPS co-founder Simpson and ex-British Intel officer Christopher Steele. Its financial backers include the actor-director Rob Reiner and billionaire activist George Soros? So let me get this straight. If you watch my Friday show on Soros, a Soros-affiliated group in Ukraine that was pitching Soros and his others, according to memos, for investigations into Soros' business rival in Ukraine, that affiliated Soros group, affiliated with the Soros group, based on funding, shows up in a do not prosecute list for Obama-era diplomats for the United States and Ukraine. Soros is now funding, apparently, according to this reporting, or has some mechanism in this funding, 
a group called the Democracy Integrity Project, led by a Democrat staffer, Dianne Feinstein, who was on the Intel Committee investigating Trump. And that Democracy Integrity Project is still doing what? Don't listen to me. Listen to Glenn Simpson and Peter Frisch from Fusion GPS tell you themselves. One of the things that I think people may not realize is you're still actively doing an investigation of Donald Trump. Explain what it is. It's actually not an investigation of Donald Trump. What we're doing is investigating Russia's um, efforts to affect uh, and disrupt Western democracies. So that's France, that's Britain, that's Hungary, that's any number and, of countries. And that's and who's, a, paying, who's paying you for to, to it's do It's a nonprofit. Oh. Is this this Rob Reiner thing that he's a part of an independent, uh, that whole consortium group? It's called the Democracy Integrity Project, okay. and I don't know what his connection to it is. Gotcha. If he has one. It's run by Daniel Jones, mm -hmm. uh, which is all obviously public record. He is the former staffer who wrote the intelligence report on the CIA torture program for Senator Feinstein. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Joe, now listen, as, 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 as video, audio editor, <laughs> pre-show clips. You didn't mess with that, right? That's that's a full cut. It's cut off for time, but yeah. there's nothing, no keywords cut out there, nothing, right? No. Okay, thank you. I just want to make sure. It's, we're not like liberals. We don't. There, there isn't like a. He doesn't say at one point we are not funded, and you cut out the not. No. So no. it says like we are funded by the democracy, and it said not in there. He really said <laughs> that, right? Yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Just checking. So let's. Uh, there, there's a couple of gems in there, oh. and they're not hidden. Okay. Yeah. First, he starts out. Now I told you we're going to weave a beginning, a middle, and an end. Micro stories and macro stories all fold, to get, fold together like fractals, right? In the beginning of the show, I said to you, the New York Times, which we know media outlets like the Slimes and others, were fed stories by people connected to Fusion GPS and connected to Spygate the whole time. We now know the New York Times is getting ready to tell you a story. That, hey, this wasn't about Trump. No. The spying operation on Trump was really about Russia. Joe, as if on cue, the same clowns responsible for feeding the media like lapdogs yep. stories for the year come out with the exact same story on a pro-Democrat network, NBC. He starts off, Peter Frisch, that clip. You can rewind it and listen again where he says, no, no, we're not investigating Trump. <laughs> We're investigating Russia. Wow. That's crazy how the New York Times is reporting the same thing, yeah. despite the fact that the warrant was on the Trump team. Then he says, Glenn Simpson doesn't say, because I think Simpson knows the, the uh, hot potato he's oh, about to get. You could see that. You're handed by Chuck Todd. <laughs> Chuck Todd, asks, I, I, for shockingly, asks an actually decent, because the interview's horrible, and don't give Chuck Todd a, he's like, he glosses over such Keith, it's pathetic. But at one point, I think he's like forced to ask a real question. He'll say, who's funding you guys? Because you're still working on attacking Trump, right? No, no, we're attacking Russia. Huh? Oh, the Democracy Integrity Project which Sperry writes in his piece, has some connection to Soros. The same George Soros, by the way. There you go. You can see it again. The same George Soros financially backing this, this Democracy Integrity Project, who's an affiliated group, affiliated with Soros, appeared on a do not prosecute list 
by our people. In other words, don't touch Soros's group there. A do not prosecute list they already admitted to, the State Department, and that Marie Yovanovitch and George Ken, who testified against Donald Trump, are alleged to have a significant role in producing this, or we'll call it a pressure campaign to not prosecute mm-hmm. them. So let's walk through this for a minute. Fusion GPS, one of their people working for them, who is the spouse of a high-level DOJ official in the Obama administration, Bruce Orr, who conveniently gets hired by Fusion, says under oath she's using information from Ukrainians to produce fake dossiers to attack Donald Trump. They're still attacking Donald Trump to this day. Spygate falls apart because their FISA warrant falls apart because the information's all fake. They move on to the Mueller probe. The Mueller probe doesn't find anything because there's nothing to find. Then all of a sudden, it morphs into a fake whistleblower report, blowing the whistle on something that didn't happen, a Trump quid pro quo with Ukraine that nobody has any evidence even happened. Why would they want to blow the whistle on Ukraine? Maybe because the same people who acted as witnesses against Donald Trump, Yovanovitch, George Kent, and others, witnesses against Donald Trump in fake Ukraine gate, fake whistleblower gate, were involved, allegedly, according to John Solomon's report, in a pressure campaign to not prosecute George Soros-affiliated groups, the same Soros funding the operation of the Democracy Integrity Project to this day that is still attacking Donald Trump, feeding stories to the media about how this isn't about Donald Trump, it's about Russia. Thank you. You probably haven't heard that story anywhere else, have you? It's amazing. People are so stupid in the media. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I tweeted out the other day. I'm not a journalist. We do facts. I am so proud that this show, you and I have grown it together. I mean that. And that don't ever insult me by sending me an email or a tweet calling me a journalist or a reporter. We actually do facts here. You want the real story, you'll come here. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash Bongino. We're trying to get to, I want to get to 400,000 now if we can. I really appreciate the subscriptions. They're free. And please, this is all laid out in my second book, Exonerated, available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and in bookstores. Please go pick that up. Great gift, by the way, around the holidays as well. Exonerated. This is all laid out in there seamlessly for you, how these things tie in together. You're going to love the book. I put a lot of work into it. I really appreciate it. Thanks again. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.